Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. And Worship Brother Ken. And with us tonight, Brother Joseph Grabowski. <coughs> he is one of the brothers who is not only a Discordian, a Patreon, but also part of the Amity app. Come on, Joe. Seriously. You know what? I usually have to Every <laughs> time. There's not always every one time. Guy. Shut There's up. There's always one guy. Shut up. Bush League. <laughs> Frank John Sofra, what's up, bros? What's going on? How is everyone? So tonight we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking to Brother Joe. We're going to hear about his Masonic career, and then uh, eh, we'll tackle it from there. But I was already told no hunting permits. Anyway, I'm just going to keep teasing it. I mean, again, if you want to find out about it, I'll talk about it in Discord. So Joe, how do you do that first? For as little as three dollars a month, you too can join Patreon, which gives you exclusive access to our Discord page, which includes a chat room, an audio chat room, and a video chat room. In addition, you will receive access to exclusive Patreon member content on our Patreon page. And also, as an added bonus, you will receive a gold tone the Freemasons podcast lapel pin. All for as little as $3 a month. Like what I did there, say. So that's pretty smart of me, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's all right. You do it every time. Mess and mess. Likes. Ulrich Dan Davis Romero. Ulrich. Now that's a name. I want Ulrich. I want a name like Ulrich. What's your name? Ulrich Mudry. I'm not messing with him. No. no. I'm not messing with a guy with named Ulrich. No. Even his profile doctor likes he could whoop some ass. I'm not going to lie. Shout out to you, Ulrich. It's looking badass. Yeah, my money's on him for the boxing match. Dennis James McDonald. Steve Phillips. Brothers. You are not charged. I'm not charged. Nor are you aligned. Damn. I wouldn't put my phone there if I were you. Canadian club. Certainly not. Reminds me of a funny joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Certainly not aligned with a razor, apparently, because uh, I damn near lopped off my earlobe. I had to uh, ask HR if I needed stitches when I shaved my head, and uh, my bathroom looked like a murder scene. You thought you were freaking Van Gogh. You're going for the old art thing, huh? I caught the backside of that, that razor. That was Van Gogh, right? Was Van Gogh? Uh, yeah. Van Gogh did cut yes. his ear off. Yeah. Yes, that was him. Oh, I thought you were going with, like, Picasso with, like, the splatter painting type thing. No, Picasso had, like, the crooked faces and stuff, but Van Gogh actually cut his ear off and sent it to a woman as a sign of affection or something. I think they were both crazy, but... A little bit. Well, if you're chopping off your ear and sending it to somebody, I don't think you're sane, but... Yeah, no, 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 definitely not. A little eccentric, but... Anyway, brothers, right hand arms. Two arms. Two arms. Oh, gotta go over top. Ready. Ready. Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. 
Together, brothers. Viva, viva, viva. Much better of a vivat with four in the room, huh? Yeah, a little, little more of a oomph. Yeah, a little bit of oofa. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. bit of Ulrich. Gravitas. Got that bass for you. <laughs> oh, that bad that bass. That bass. Bad that bass. No trouble. We actually had a uh, recommendation. No, I can't find it, though. Um, Facebook? I Facebook. saw it the other day, and it was a name that you could pronounce, so I was happy yeah, for it. I was very proud of that. Actually, here we go. Steve Phillips recommends the Freemasons podcast. The former GM of the New York Mets. Steve Phillips? Yeah. Shut up. Mm. That's the guy's name. I don't know that it's him, but his guy was named Steve Phillips. That'd be some shit, huh? That would be. We did have Mariah Carey. We did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a Twitter. Entertaining. Informative. Thanks for the show, brothers. Steve Altzan. Number Steve Altzan number one in Arizona. Oh, Very cool. Mm, cool. Thank you, brother. Uh, We're number one in the Philippines, by the way. Or Indonesia. Indonesia. Not anymore. Indonesia. Not anymore. I haven't posted our last episode. I've been slacking. I'll get on that. That'll be get fired out That's tonight. That's our core group, man. We're losing our core in Indonesia now? Damn it. We were number one. What the hell, George? Seriously. Seriously. The one market we were number one in, and you let it go. And apparently, I put... I put the one thing song? you decide to let go. Finally, you let something go, but it's Indonesia. Apparently, I put a song on Facebook, and UMG released their claim on our videos. So oh. that's good. We get to keep our own videos. It's probably me and Raph mm. singing. I don't. <laughs> I even forgot all about that. I didn't because Brandy came on the radio the other day, and I was singing. I'm like, wow, oh, that was God. like one of our highest rated episodes. Ever. Yes, it was. I'm still milking that. It's not anymore. <clears throat> but uh, it was. It was. Two more. We got uh, two reviews on Apple iTunes. Great pod from O-W-K-J, uh, O-W-K-Q-J-W. Sound it out. Awookage. Sounds like a Herbie Hancock song. Oh, I thought it was a Star Wars character. There you go. You could do that, too. Great pod, five-star review. Uh, awesome episode as always. Easily my favorite pod. Found out about you guys from Scott Walter. Oh yes, well, I did see good that one. Work. Thanks, the brother Scott, Scott Walters uh, spreading the cement of brotherly love and friendship around in the podcast. That's awesome. I thought that was going oh, somewhere. Crap. Else. My mom's watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second review. Uh, well, third actually, but exceptional podcast. J S T B C U S. I A M. Just because them? Are you purposely spelling these out? No, I don't know how to pronounce them. That's not a word. (laughs) Why would you say that? I think people are just doing this to screw with George. Probably. Yeah, no, that's not a word. (laughs) Five star. I might have gone with just because I am, but you can go um. Just because I am? That's what it looks like. Just because I am. Yeah, like Will I am. It's Will I am's cousin. Well, I am, yeah. These brothers provide excellent insight to the Freemasonry without divulging the quote-unquote secrets. I easily enjoy the jabs between the hosts and the feeling of brother, brotherly familiarity. The relaxed environment makes me want to go hang out with these guys after lodge. Bad move if you did. Well, bad move, but that is <laughs> that is the vibe that we're trying to create. So thank you for picking up on that and. uh and being a part of it, we'd appreciate it. I would recommend for any Mason or those interested in Freemasonry information outside of the untrue Illuminati and other conspiracy theories. I don't know. I mean, 
I mean, that's what you're shooting for, right? Right. Uh, I'm just saying. Good so, times. Illuminati, you, Illuminati, Illuminati. But thank you, brothers. Let's toast them. Uh-oh. Oh, we are. I'll pass down the Canadian club, unless you're a SEAL. Canadian club. <laughs> I love that joke. That's, that's my second favorite joke. I'll give Canadian club a try, I guess. It's been since college, but... Nobody wants to know what my first favorite joke is. <laughs> That's oh, fine. Thanks, brother. Ken, Ken heard my first no, favorite joke. No, I yeah. know which joke you mean. My, yeah. uh, my, no. host, my trivia team was called Seals with Clubs. So there would be three teams beating Seals with Clubs, or no teams beating Seals with Clubs. <laughs> That's funny. Everybody you lost Indonesia, but gave a shot at Latavia. Latvia. Latvia, whatever. What are we doing here? What's going on? All right. I, I improvised. Product placement. Product all right, placed. ready? I improvised. Just leave that in the middle there for the next one. Yeah. For all those who rated and reviewed us. Yeah. Uh, Brother Joe, lead it. Me or him? Oh, yeah. I forgot to do him. You. Brothers, right hand to arms. Arms. Or that bet we let Brother Joe do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead. You're going to put me on the spot? Yeah. yeah. I can remember it. We did it to the Leeds Light Boys. You got it. Yeah. Come yeah. on. You got this. Brethren, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together. Together, brothers. Vivat. 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 Beautiful. Still better than Rocco. Still better than Rocco, yeah. (laughs) Poor Rocco. Poor Rocco. Achievement unlocked. We should really have a lapel pin for people who toast us properly on the show. <laughs> we should. Like, it's not easy. No. The cool no. thing is I just Especially watched it back on, on Facebook where there's a little delay. Even our hand things are synchronized. That was oh. a good one. Awesome. All right. Brother Joe Grabowski, let's hear about it. What got you interested in the Freemasonry? What got you involved? Who got you involved? And what was your first thought uh, upon entering the lodge? Okay. Um, that's a multiple guest question. Um, so really what got me in, interested in it was, you know, the very first thought I ever had or knowledge of masonry was walking into a, a Masonic temple in Fulton, New York. So uh, up north of uh, the Syracuse area. And it was for my great uncle's retirement party. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that he was a Mason and, uh, you know, he's since left us. But, uh, you know, there's he's got that nice uh, square and compass on his gravestone. And, you know, that was that was really how I got introduced into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my good friends from college, uh, he's a Mason in Pennsylvania, and that's where originally where I'm from. So it kind of, you know, got me interested. But, you know, it took me some years to kind of, you know, answer that call. I'm an Eagle Scout. I went through the Order of the Arrow, which is the Boy Scouts National Honor Society, and was very heavily based upon masonry, and some of their uh, some of their things are their ceremonies are definitely very masonic, uh, mm-hmm. especially the first degree. And then I was also a member of the Knights of Columbus uh, when I was in college. So I've kind of gone through some of these, you know, very fraternal things. And you know, once I moved to New York City, I really was missing that kind of fraternal bond that you get from college. You know, I'd been out of college for, you know, eight years, and I just was looking for something more. And finally, I decided, you know what, I'm going to just send a message into the Grand Lodge and see if someone answers me. First time I knocked, 
no one ever answered. So I waited another couple years and I did it again. And, you know, I just met some of the most amazing people. Uh, the Grand Lodge of New York on 23rd Street in New York City is absolutely gorgeous. There's a beautiful room with a giant gilded statue of George Washington in it. It's a library and it was just incredible to walk into and just have a, a you know, a great conversation with some brothers and, you know, learn more about what interested them in masonry and the interest that we had in masonry. I, you know, immediately gravitated towards the lodge of um, one of the brothers that was there in the introductory meeting. And, you know, the, the thing that excited me, and I came around for about a year before I asked for a petition, was just everyone, you know, was very different but similar. You know, everyone kind of had, you know, a, a love for history, a love for knowledge. And, you know, one brother is a firefighter. Another is, like, in financial planning. Another is, like, a lawyer. Another, you know, developed lasers uh, for the federal government. So, you know, there's people from, from all walks of life. There's a, a brother that designs clothing. So for everyone to kind of be different, and my, my job is in retail procurement uh, on an indirect side, that, you know, we could all be very different, but have these, you know, common groups. You know, I'm friends with some guys that I never would have ever met on the street and talked to, you know, just, and that's what's great, I think, about this is that it, you know, it levels everyone and, you know, I mean, huh. I didn't even I didn't even try to make a joke about level. It just kind of happened. <laughs> no, it just happened. But you know what? But that's but you touched on the one of the beautiful things about Freemasonry is your circle of friends and circle of brothers starts to take on a look that you would not normally have in your life. You come across people you wouldn't normally interact with, and especially you know in with current events. And that's I'm not going to go into that because I don't want to bring the conversation down, but. Having that exposure, having that camaraderie, being in touch with people you normally wouldn't come into contact with really changes your perspective on a lot of things. And to me, that's the beauty of Freemasonry. One of the beautiful things of Freemasonry. Right. So you fill that petition, join a lodge, EA degree. Yeah. Sitting in the ante room. <laughs> they say those, those magical words. Get naked. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not really, but... What was going through your mind? Um, you know, I... Panic, nervousness, what the hell is going on? What did I get myself into? No, like, all I had known is that there were some, you know, some ceremonial garb that was, you know, part of it. And, you know, having gone through, you know, the, you know, some, some other fraternal organizations was it's, you know, it's, a, it's about entering kind of a new stage of your life. You know, you're... Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, whether, you know, it's, it's a college fraternity, whether it's, you know, just going to go into college or going to high school or, you know, starting a new job, like everything you kind of have to look at from a brand new perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, to, to me, it was the same thing as my first day walking into a brand new job. You know, mm -hmm. the, the way that you present yourself is how you're going to be perceived for the rest of the time that you're there. So, and it's hard to then, you know, change who you are once you've established who that is. 
Um, so for me, you know, it was kind of divesting myself of all that material and who I thought I was to then start on the same playing field as every single other brother that is sitting in that lodge room. And that's, you know, it's that, you know, the, the bond of shared experiences is what's so amazing about the fraternity because everyone has gone through and done the same exact thing that you have. So everyone is equal. You know what's funny? <clears throat> he went into that very philosophically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, like well said. said. Well said. Like me, when I walked in there and Bob Peck, who was in his 80s, comes up and says, okay, you got to take your clothes off. I'm like, get fucked. There's no way I'm taking my clothes <laughs> off. <laughs> like, no, nah, not happening. See, and what I was thinking is if my mom is... Which I ended up doing, but, right. you know, I'm just saying, at first, my initial reaction was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> See, and my initial reaction was, oh. and I'll give the credit to my mom if she's still listening right now, is this is why my mother always told me when I was going out, put on clean underwear, right? This is why. Like, what if I didn't? I know. Like, good habit. So it's a good thing you're wearing. It's one of the thong. Masonic secrets. Always go out and clean underwear. Good. Yeah. Good thing you're wearing a thong that day. Yeah. All right. So, what have you been in the watch? What offs your positions? So um, after you took your MM, you get through. Like, what they do? They were like, here, here, you're now the Tyler. Get used to it, there, chump. Uh, so I was the assistant Tyler, or still I am. Um, you know, this is my first. Uh, full cycle. Uh, so we do installations in May, typically. So we okay. would have just had our uh, installation uh, two Thursdays ago. Uh, so been assistant Tyler, steward, and um, you know the. What's good is the people that do the work are the people that get recognized and the people that stand up. So I quickly became one of the masters of ceremony uh, for our for our lodge. Uh, just because I was always there, consistent, showing up early, you know, helping the Tyler put everything out because he's been, you know, doing the job for forever. And, you know, him walking up and down the stairs is impossible. So I would take the elevator. It's just easier for me to, you know, to help him and to, to learn everything. And that's really where you learn the, you know, the, the working tools. You will learn the jewels and kind of what they, they mean and stand for. And yeah, you're told about that during the degrees, but you know, it was like drinking through a water hose at all points. So, you know, really being there and, you know, learning the ritual is something that's incredibly important because it really is all there. Mm -hmm. And I was reading something, you know, recently it was, you know, why do you bother to memorize all this stuff? And, you know, the response was, well, do you know your address? Do you know your phone number? Mm-hmm. Do you know your mom's birthday? Like those are and things right. that are important. Why do you, to you. why do you have those memories? Because they're important. Because they're important. Exactly. Exactly. It's master of ceremonies, so we don't have that as an official lodge position here in the the Grand Lodge of Connecticut or under our jurisdiction. Is that basically like being a ritual coach? So like um, no, it's you have you know it goes the the way we kind of progress and you know we're a little bit different, so we're independent. Royal Arch Lodge number two. Um, and, you know, we kind of contest that maybe we should be, maybe we're a little bit older than number one, but there's no way for us to be able to prove that. Um, so we do things a little bit differently <clears throat> because the Royal Arch, our color is scarlet. Okay. Um, and our Master's of Ceremony carries swords, which is 
pretty dope, and that's why I like being master of ceremony. Yeah. So Tyler just or master of ceremony. Real quick, if you see me laughing, I was going to say I was going to make sure. I say this to all the guests. It's like comments that are coming through live. You know the Schultz brothers. The Schultz brothers. Exactly. Brothers. Josie's new nickname is Skids. Yeah. But hey, but all kidding aside, other than Danny Collins, because I'm doing a watch party. Danny Collins says, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Well, Danny, brother, welcome back, Danny. Uh, yeah. But also, just uh, one quick moment, uh, brother Mike Subra. Yeah. Greetings from Lebanon, Beirut, yep. Delta Grand Lodge. That's oh, awesome. So that's eternal greetings, that's awesome. That's, that's cool. cool. Maybe we can be number one in Beirut. Maybe. Maybe nice. Maybe nice. Maybe very nice. But, better, uh, it's better than Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know, I I, 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 honest to Christ, regret telling you, hey, we're number one in Indonesia. Why? Because you got to be number one somewhere. All I freaking hear now is Indonesia. I haven't brought that up in like a month. You brought it up last month. Yes, you have to keep track of your core metrics. We've talked about this. Oh, maybe I did. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, maybe that's why they call me skids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Kevin shout out to here. um. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Just a quick shout out to uh, Jason Crumb, not a brother, but uh, one of the hosts of the Heavy Drinking Podcast. That's also based out of the Valley here in Connecticut. That we've been trying to do a little uh, yeah cross what are we promotion doing? with. I don't know. He's, Jay, knock it off. Yeah. When are we doing this? We can do something. Send us a DM, dude. Otherwise, we're just going to show up and take it over. This time, I'm putting Joe in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Danny Collins is watching. Awesome. And here we go. Here we go. Continue. Sorry, brother Joe. Continue. Please continue. Let's so, talk about... Uh, oh, did you I was going to answer Ken's question about oh, the master ceremony. Go ahead. Answer it. Yep. So um, that's kind of an intermediary position between the stewards and the deacons. Um, so in in our lodge, uh, they're the ones that are helping to prepare the uh, candidates in the EA degree or the the newly you know uh, new brothers in the other degrees, mm -hmm. and then um, you know they are part of the uh, the procession. Okay, I think that's but probably the best way. Now I know we do have that in Scottish Rite. There was a, a master, master of ceremonies because I was that yeah. for one year and I was yes. just really happy to be MC Jazzy J. But <laughs> I'm not Scottish, right? So I don't know anything what? about that. What? I have heard that position from other jurisdictions. I just never really knew what its function was. Yeah. But it's part of the progressive line. So part, part of the progressive line. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So there's yeah, cool. there's two stewards, two masters of ceremony, and then we do JD, <laughs> marshal, senior deacon. So we put the marshal in between the two deacons because all the senior deacons are required to perform the middle chamber in fall. Wow, that's a long progressive line. You'll hear it when he listens back. <laughs> and senior deacon is required to do middle chamber in your lodge. Is that lodge tradition or is that like grand that's, jurisdiction? That's or? lodge tradition. Okay. Um, some of the other lodges in our jurisdiction, you know, they bring in ringers. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But we think it's important, you know, ritual is incredibly important in our lodge. And for us to, you know, to ensure that, you know, you're able to do the full middle chamber before you're able to progress. But something that's if also you can do interesting. That as a master, you can probably run any degree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So something that's also interesting, and I just want to add that real quick, is because we are independent Royal Arch Lodge number two, it's required that the master and the two wardens have been arched prior to sitting in you know the south and so you have to go through the first york or through york right to that yes at least go through the chapter the Royal Arch. Yeah. okay that's now your lodge let's talk about your lodge yeah here. you joined a lodge that's um 
kind of a little different than most mainstream Freemasonry, correct? Um, there, there are definitely some landmarks that we have that are different than, you know, the majority of lodges in New York State. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, you know, other other jurisdictions have, have differences, but there are definitely some things that we do slightly differently. And that just has to do with, you know, our, our origins. Mm-hmm. We officially date back to 1760. So we predate, you know, the, the American Revolution mm-hmm. and... You know, we, we believe that we're from a traveling military lodge that we met at Valley Forge, um, that there are some members of the lodge that uh, were, were very influential um, in, you know, the revolution, that were very close to George Washington and the Marquis de Lafayette. Um, so there's, there's lots of, of very interesting history parts to it and you know thankfully modern technology has helped us to be able to you know research more into what that is and you know learn more about our history because it's incredibly important to us i gotta take a moment here Go and i'm gonna put you on the spot if you don't want to answer this question that's fine how old are you i'm 32 he knows it crap ton about Freemasonry and its history for somebody that's 32. Like, yeah. I, I'm sitting here and I'm actually very impressed by just Especially how into it you are, how, how knowledgeable you are about this craft at the age of 32, and I, I started later, mm. uh, but still just, like, just kudos to you for... Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm actually for really impressed. You know what you You know... Damn, he caught on to it. I tried sliding one in too. Okay. <laughs> so but I, no, like seriously, like I, I give you absolute yeah, no, credit. Absolutely. I'm, I'm you know, extremely I've, impressed. I've read our lodge history um, a couple times, and you know, some of it is just kind of the this happened on this date, this yeah. happened on this date, and there's no yes. kind of explanation, and we're missing you know a right. lot of it because there was a fire that happened in the mm-hmm. early 1800s, so we lost so much of our history. Right. So that's why we're trying to find some of it. And, you know, we, we don't even know, you know, what our original charter date was. You know, there's kind of a, a little note on the charter that we have that says, you know, that we turned in it, our charter. But, you know, we don't, we don't know what the original charter date is, right. who we originally chartered by, if we're, you know, ancient, modern, if we're, you know, from British military lodge, Scottish, Irish, you know, mm. we, don't, we don't know our true origins. Right. Um, so a lot of it is just kind of, you know, educated guessing, mm. and you know it's it's interesting to to kind of learn more and try to try to find that and right. you know research where we originally come from. And that and that's the cool part about it because it's kind of like a, a treasure hunt, so to speak. And you look at certain parts of your ritual, where it includes a, a master of ceremonies, and your colors are scarlet, and it seems to predate some of what we would consider modern freemasonry in, in the united states so it's kind of like that's kind of really a really cool aspect of it is we don't know where we started mm-hmm. and it's kind of a a mystery that i'm sure will unfold to you over time 100 percent. um but the 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 hunt or the search for that is actually part of the fun right and something that's very interesting is that you know we salute upon entering the lodge the master and the senior and junior wardens and, you know, we believe that that's because 
if they were part of the royal that if they were part of the royal arch that they would have already have been past masters because originally Mm -hmm. the royal arch required you to be a past master so it was really made sense that you would have three masters and salute all three all three of them yeah yeah they still do in that you have to go through that degree right it's not the same as actually it's not the same you know it used to be you know kind of like the you know you had to have gone through it like imagine you know going through all the chairs being a master of your lodge and then finally being able to go into the chapter so that you know brings so much more history and knowledge that would have been required to be in the chapter it's you know the you know kind of the the culmination and being able to you know finally figure out the things that you were kind of alluded to during the first three degrees it's like an honor society Exactly. Now, are you part of chapter and uh, council and commandery and all so that? So I've or? gone through the chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, it was is very important for me the the history part of it, and I have not gone through uh, council and commandery. It's kind of good because if I would have gone through council, um, I would have been you know stopped halfway through because of COVID nineteen. Mm, um, right, so yeah. I think I probably would have been worse to have to you know do the first. Right. You know, council degree, and then just be stuck waiting to finish the finish the rest. So, right. you know, uh, the way that um, you know my you know my chapter council of commandery work is, you know, one meets for the first three months, and then the next meets for the next three months, and so on. So it just kind of goes progressively. They don't ever overlap. It's the same people for the most part. Cool. I have to. All right. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta I'm trying. Ken I'm trying to hold his ass. Ken is getting lit up in the comments right uh, now. Oh my god. Why? Oh, oh my god. god. So please, oh, please. Oh my god. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Danny and Collins. I'm, I'm trying not to be disrespectful. What the hell did I do? Oh my Danny god. Collins. Didn't do anything. Yo, Ken has gone oh. full Casper today. I thought he was hammering the box wine to get some color in his cheeks. What the hell, man? I was out in the there sun all day. There's no today. sun in Connecticut. <laughs> Holy shit. No, there's more. Please, the have, <laughs> Please have Ken sit near the window. He really needs sunlight. Korg is still recovering from lockdown. He needs to wear shorts and be by the window. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, wait. Read, read uh, Keith uh, Noonan. I'm getting there. Needs another Patreon plug to fund a sunbed. <laughs> okay. I've heard enough. Put my sunglasses on to hide my tears. Sure, sure we can have a, wh- a whip around for some tanning session. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I would try to hold it in. <laughs> I was really trying. I'm so sorry, Joe. I'm saying it once. No, because we're having a great discussion oh, yeah. here. Oh. And I'm seeing... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I it's a fast food heat like. lamp. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. I can't. Okay, I have to come to Ken's defense here because the window is literally right there and shining right at him. Oh my god, (laughs) he looks like the lead singer from that band Ghost. Holy shit, he looks like King Diamond. I'm just seeing it now. I'm literally. (laughs) (laughs) You made me snort. You made me freaking snort. He looks like a goddamn panda. He looks like you on the Dance Macabre. Episode. Oh my god, they, like, look at it. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. 
God damn it! I just noticed that. Oh, oh, my, oh god. my god! I can't! I can't! Looking at me like Dude, I'm diseased. Or they something. were firing in rapid fire, and I, they were, I was every time I read one, I'm like, all right, I gotta stop reading. But I'm looking at the comments, not looking at the picture, and oh my That's god! What I'm talking. He looks like he's completely made up. Can we get that window uh, removed, please? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna take his shirt off. I'm sorry. I will block out. I forgot oh that God. in the summertime, the sun actually comes right directly through that window. I and I, I remember we used to put cardboard. Yeah. Well, I have a, I have a thing. I'm gonna put up there in the window. Christ, can you make me look Mediterranean? Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, what? I'm so look funny. Look at it. Look how white you look, dude. Oh my Especially God. Especially with the glasses, oh, the contrast is even worse. All right. It's disconcerting. Whatever. All right, uh, moving on. Now that we got that out of our system, I don't know. Um, so uh, you're looking to you're sitting as what right now? I know we're sitting as nothing right now because of the freaking COVID. Yeah, but so you're I'm sitting as what? As master office? of ceremony. It's master of ceremonies. Which so I'll be junior deacon next year. Okay, well, so well, once this ever, who, who knows? So your large possession goes what? Tyler, then master of ceremonies, then. No, it's um, the the Tyler is uh, is not part of the progressive line. Oh, no kidding. Um, so it's stewards. Um, then there's a junior and senior steward, junior and senior master of ceremonies, junior deacon, marshal, senior deacon, okay, wardens, master. So you got what eight years to get to master if if there's a progressive line, roughly. Right, but you know, once again, it's the right. if you if you show up and do the work. You know, you're going to be recognized for doing the work. Right. Um, so we're not necessarily locked into the progressive line uh, because we want to make sure that the people that are in it are the people that are willing to put in the work. Of course. You know, so, so nothing is, nothing is yeah. earned. It's like you where know. we'd stick Rocco. <laughs> it's like Morningstar Lodge, same, same type yeah. of thing. Yeah, you guys do occasionally break the progressive line. Oh, yeah, we do. Which is absolutely uh, okay. Like You should not is. be yeah, married no. to the progressive yeah, line. So you you advance in this in lodge by your merit. If Last you, May, I was, you know, installed as a steward, not a junior or senior steward, but just a steward and the assistant Tyler. And this May, I would have been installed as the junior deacon. So kind of just skipped up a little bit because I'm there and I do the work and I know the work. So it, it, it does seem a little similar to how we would use the marshal role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It, it yep. seems very similar. Our marshal we kind of use as like a, like a trial type thing. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for Danny Collins, brother Danny Collins, for yep. pointing that out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so when you get to the master's chair, you already got a plan or are you just going to kind of write it out? Never going to wing it. No, I mean, I think that... No, I'm seriously asking because some of the lodges that are kind of established and doing extremely well... It's kind of a coast, you know, I guess you could say. I mean, not necessarily. I think the, I think the lodges, I'm going to have to disagree. The lodges that are doing really well have mm-hmm. masters that have been planning their year out since they were junior deacons. Right. In my opinion. That, that, that good, very good point. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we. So, what's your plan? So, what do you got? You already got something in the bucket, or you're not even that far up? Yeah, I know you're getting tore the hell up, Ken. If you're that's grilling them. No, I'm just curious. Like, if, if, you know, for instance, I'm like I said, I'm five year or four or five years off of being the right minute grand commander. I already have a plan, and you know uh, that's why I'm asking you. It's always good to plan ahead. You know, if he's got something in in the pocket that oh, when I become master, I want to do this. Might I suggest the enforcement of Brother Josephus's rules of <laughs> civility? Mm-hmm. There are only two. That's good. Some of our uh, some of our past masters can only count that high. 
No, then that's why you keep it simple. I mean, know your audience. So, I mean, for for me, I think right. that <laughs> I, I was trying to just uh, go past that so that you wouldn't have to respond, George. Uh, so, I think that you know our our lodge has done a very good job of maintaining its rich history, mm-hmm. and that's definitely something that I want to continue. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have a very strong officer line that works very collaboratively on trying to come up with new ideas mm-hmm. and ways to appeal to you know people. I mean, we are very lucky being in New York City. We're very lucky being one of the oldest lodges, at least the second oldest lodge in you know the Grand Lodge of New York, being IRA number two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that history, and people naturally want to gravitate towards what that is. Mm-hmm. So for me and for the rest of our officer line, it's, you know, trying to be true to our history, appealing to the new brothers that might be potentially, you know, new potential brothers that might be coming in and, you know, making something that's exciting for people to go to. You know, no one wants to to sit through a long reading of the minutes, you know, right. We go back to 1760. We were a military lodge and potentially, you know, we're at Valley Forge and, you know, the Battle of Brandywine. So we're, we probably were performing degrees under the stars. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we'd like to get back to. Um, I always, I, point of suggestion for secretaries, I always thought was a good idea. And I think I've mentioned this before. Don't read the minutes of the previous meeting. Read the minutes of 20 years ago. Pick a date, you know, go back. If you have your records that go back, go 20 years back. Find the date that's closest to the current date that you're having your meeting. Read those minutes. Well, also, It'll it depends be... upon your jurisdiction if you can or not. I wish our secretary Wait, wait, what? Wait, you guys jurors, have to Sometimes read you're minutes? obligated to read minutes from the previous meeting or distribute them. Like, even really? in Connecticut, well, you, you could distribute them that. and it's spread them before and take a vote and then read yeah. the actual. I go like this. They're yeah. on my desk. They're yeah. spread. Come read them. In, yeah, you can do that in Connecticut, but you've got to distribute them. you got to so, make them available. So we don't read the minutes of the last meeting. Uh, we start to, and then we're allowed to make a motion to dispense with the reading of the minutes uh, because mm. we read the minutes prior to closing mm. for that. And all the wardens and every the master of the wardens and everyone you know sitting on the sidelines are allowed to make any notes if something was amiss cool what do you got mm-hmm. oh you look like you had something to say just checking you out <sighs> don't start i'll check my wow you looking to uh become any an officer in any of the uh appending body lines once you get through them or are you just gonna stick with blue lodge right now or you know for for me the blue lodge is where the true work is and you know that's that's really what masonry is about is about the blue lodge and there's so much that you can learn and the amount of times i've you know read through the degrees and every single time i you know i i attend a degree and i'm part of a degree something is always you know another brother will emphasize something differently will you know have take a different part to to his heart and you know that's that's what i love about it and, you know, I want to completely go through the Blue Lodge and have been a master before I would even consider 
you know, doing any of those other ones. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, on the fence post as well as if I want to, you know, go further in the in the York right or join the Scottish right until after I've sat as a master, because, you know, I, I want to fully experience and give all of my, you know, Masonic uh, abilities to my lodge that, because it means that much to it's me. It's a very wise progressive yeah, I was just gonna point. Say, you took my exact words. Yep. I was going to say that's very wise because too, too many people rush into too meeple. it. I corrected myself. Oh, Shut up. Somebody, you're a find, meatball. Look at you. I said meatball. That's what it's like. Yeah, you're a meatball. What's Look at you. It's your pew professional. What? Pew pew. That's right. My pew professional. Like goddamn stormtrooper. Can't hit anything. But anyway. You disrupted me. You Good. disrupted. Good. But no, it's actually a, a really wise point of view because too many people Thank you. rush out and they want everything all at once. And once you start to realize, you know what, this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a lifelong endeavor. I got plenty of time. Let me get through those chairs. <laughs> Let me learn that. And then I'll start the appendant bodies. If you try to do it too much too fast, you're going to burn out. You're going to stall. In retrospect, I really wish I waited to do York right after I was in the East, mm. in Grotto, and you know the other appendant bodies and stuff, the, you know, the that's, social clubs. That's the thing. It's about subduing your passion. Mm. And, you know, okay, we all want to be completionist. You know, we want to get, you know, every single medal. We want to be a part of every single body, and you're going to burn yourself out. And, you know, you have to look at your, you know, the length of your cable toe, and you know your your 24 inch gauge and be able to you know to truly dedicate you know what what you want out of it and if you just want to say that i've i've done all these things or i've been a part of all of these things you know you're you're going to kind of sell yourself short you know it's not until you're able to to truly live and understand and you know talk knowledgeably in my opinion mm -hmm. about you know where you are mm -hmm. You know, and if until you you know you know everything about your blue lodge, and I mean, spoiler, you're never going to. <laughs> but you know, but but until you're able to to kind of be knowledgeable and you know fully understand everything that's a part of it, you know, I don't think you'll be able to truly appreciate the rest of it. But that's you know me as an outsider looking to the other ones. Right. You know, I think the only reason I went <laughs> into the chapter was because of how important it is to the history of my lodge. Mm. And I think, you know, if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for for that, I probably would have waited a little bit longer. But I really wanted to be a part of the history. And, you know, the the AMD Allied Masonic degrees are very important to my lodge as well. Um, we always go down to DC in February and you know, are, are part of Masonic Week, and, you know, we, we hang out, we talk, we have great discussions, and, you know, have, have some good, you know, have some good, you know, talks over some, some smokes at Shelly's back room, and that's where, you know, that's where Masonry really happens. You Absolutely. know, it, it's, it's about living it, and, you know, you, you have to go through the, you know, the quote-unquote boring business meetings, because the opening and closing of the lodge is where where it all is. Like that's where you really, you know, define everything that's important in masonry. You know, when you have 
what the what the wardens are saying and as every officer is describing what's important what you know why they became a mason what in, you know what induced you to become a mason and their roles that's where you learn how important you know mm-hmm. just going through that kind of business stuff is but then it's the collation afterwards where you're meeting with your brothers and you know exactly what we're doing right now is just having that you know masonic you know discussions and whether it's masonic or not we're able to meet on the level and you know you and i could have a completely different thought process on many things Mm. and we do but you know i love you all as brothers Mm. and that's what it's about he's referring to discord couple things I know what he was. <laughs> Couple things. Adrian Poiser. Joe, is that a polar you got there? Maybe you could tell him what you what you're drinking. This one right here? Yep. This is uh Dogs and Boats Double IPA with Citra and Mosaic hops from uh Beard Brewing Company in Stonington, Connecticut. Benjamin Blumenthal, take your time before joining other bodies. Enjoy the time going through the lines in the Blue Lodge. Then uh, you got uh, Jim Delvaney. I rushed to SR Scottish Rite after joining the line, which I didn't, but it's been a great experience both in Scottish Rite and York Rite. Uh, Greg Schultz, oh, something boy. wrong with Ken's makeup, or is he whiter than usual? <laughs> He's just popping on the feeds. I keep so. waiting for a cloud to you know go in front of the sun. <laughs> but, dude, you do look like you're wearing white, like, look like freaking... Gene Simmons, right? I know, I Scott Scott Blanchard wrote, uh, and I agree with him on this one. Uh, Scott Blanchard, I was encouraged to join quickly. As a result, I have not been active in York Wright and Commandery. I'd caution a slower journey. Um, I, uh, for me, again, when I joined Masonry, I. I I would have joined everything quickly because I knew at some point I was right. going to be the lead of something, and then I'd have to back off. So I went through all my, I went through as much as I could, as fast as I could. This way, I can kind of, you know, pick and choose what I wanted to right. be active in. And you know, uh, which, by the way, I missed a grand commander meeting today. I'm sorry, right? I'm in a grand commander. I missed the Zoom meeting. I'm sorry. But you know, everybody's different. Everybody's <laughs> journey is different. But I could say, you know, I, if I were to give a piece of advice, I would say slow it down until you're sure. Because there are certain parts of Freemasonry, whether it be degree work, ritual work, esoteric side, where you're just not ready to understand it. And I always point to, I I read Manly P. Hall's Lost Keys of Freemasonry when I was a junior warden. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. I put it down. get it. No, I do now. Too much reading for me. But I I put it down, and I read it after I was the master of the lodge. And it was like reading a totally different book. I understood it. I knew what it meant. You, at a certain point of your journey, you're either ready for certain information or you're not. You're ready for more light or you're not. And if you find that you're reading something that you don't understand, put it away for a couple of years. Come back to it. I guarantee you it'll make more sense when you're ready to come back to it. But if you rush it, and it's just about, oh, I could say on this, it's, it's this title, or I could say I've got this accolade. Not only are you doing it for the wrong reason, but you're not going to get the benefit of the lesson. You're doing yourself and the craft at large a disservice. Absolutely. And on top of that, you turn into a freaking know-it-all. You think you know everything. Right. And you really don't. Yeah. yeah. Which which one would you ask? So how long have you been a Freemason? Uh, For about two years. Jesus Christ. I will have to say, 
That's, what you've that's, been saying is the most insightful shit that I've heard in a long time. Like, yeah, I kind of expected you to be like a 10, 15 year man. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. No, oh, really. Right. Like, that's now I'm really stuff. blown away. That's now somebody, I'm really blown away. Yeah. You are definitely a brother who who absorbs a lot, and you know, I, I got one little thing after this I want to get into, and it's going to be. I guess we'll we'll probably culminate with that. But Papa George interview? No, not a uh, Papa George interview. Jeez, uh, maybe afterward. That's only going. I was Discord. hoping for that. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, right, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right. Give me a pen and paper. <laughs> I got. I got. I got a prep. <laughs> I got questions. Oh my god! And where are we going to find that on? You're only going to find that on Patreon. Exclusive. For as little as $3 a month, you can have access to the Puppet George Joe Grabowski interview. Five questions like we used to do. Yep. They will be highly offensive, which is why you can only get it on Discord. <laughs> if you even if you only join for one month, I guarantee you, you'll get three bucks worth. Uh, but um, I have to... Now that... Uh, yeah, Puppet George's daddy is going to go freaking raise some hell in the other room and write down some questions. Um, no, but I have to say that what you've said you know, is extremely insightful, um, even for me. And like, there's so many people that join Freemasonry and they just don't get it. They just don't understand it, and it's uh, it's very insightful. What? That's fine. Everyone's journey is different. Uh And, you know, they they might get it, you know, their their first year uh, like I did. Or they might, you know, disappear for a couple years and come back to it. And it's fine. And and that's what it's about. It's about the journey through Mm. masonry. And, you know, everyone's going to understand it differently. They're going to understand it at different parts in their lives. You know, there's plenty of you know, past masters of my lodge that have been master, you know, twice with maybe, you know, 10 years removed between it, because that's just what was required in the, you know, kind of the ebb and flow of the interest of masonry and, you know, talking with them. And I think that's, you know, where I've, where I've really garnered the best of what I've learned is from really having discussions with those older brothers with the elders of the lodge and getting their intake and learning about their journey Uh, because you know everyone has a story to tell and you know if they're able to you know share what's important with them then i think that helps to define what masonry is for different people and how you can best be a leader to ensure that you are you know, giving a wide view of masonry when you are in that leadership position instead of pigeonholing it into something that you are excited about. Right. You know, if you're only excited in esoterics, if you're only excited in history, if you're only excited in ritual, you're going to alienate some of your brothers because they might not be interested in the same things that you're interested in. Right. So once again, it's about, you know, subduing your passions and trying to, you know, be a leader. And, you know, that's really what masonry teaches you all throughout the Blue Lodge. Yep. Totally agree. I can't get back to my comments, so I can't see what's being written. So you guys are going to have to. Uh... Oh, Joe's busy. I can't get into my. I'm working. I'll take a look. Yeah, I can't see what's being written because. uh I don't know. It's like froze up on me. 
But uh, all right, so let's get into the last part of this Amity app. Yeah. How'd you get locked into that, and what exactly do you? I do want my there? ring. I want my ring. <sighs> it's gonna happen. It. You have no idea. Like stop pestering. Before you, no, no, no. I'm gonna pester him because. I think you're underselling yourself on the price point on that, and we should talk about that offline because I think a lot of people pay a lot of money for that magic ring. Don't don't go too long. Don't do it. So, you know, usually I, you know, have the co-founders talk about, about Amity because they're the ones that came up with the idea, and, you know, I'm, I'm there to support them and to be able to, you know, to really have masonry be what masonry is supposed to be about and to me you know what we're doing right now is part of masonry you know i'm i'm a mason from new york and i'm talking with these masons from connecticut Mm -hmm. and you know at least in in my ritual is you know one of the things that's that's asked of the senior warden is what induced you to be a master mason and one of them is related to traveling and, you know, when, when we first started masonry, you know, it was, you know, you had your, your, you had your handshakes and then people figured out the handshakes. So then it became, you know, you had, you know, an official document that, you know, said you were a mason in good standing. Mm-hmm. And then it became your dues card. But, you know, now we, we live in the world where, you know, if you handed me your dues card, I could take a picture of it front and back and duplicate it mm-hmm. and everyone would know exactly what it is in seconds and no one would know. And that's the same right. thing. I've never seen a Connecticut dues card. So mm-hmm. if you came into my lodge, I have no clue. You could can be a printed one, a fake one. Yeah, you can, you know, find the ritual online. Just reading the ritual doesn't make you a mason. It's, you know, about being able to live it and truly understand it. Right. So, you know, how do you be able to find masons near you and be able to you know find that they really are masons and if you recognize them because you know our our view of who we recognize can be greatly distorted depending upon you know what our lodge is what you know our grand jurisdiction is and and there's some grand jurisdictions that rely on the United Grand Lodge of England for who they should recognize and who they shouldn't but there's something that's very interesting is that you know, there's there's two main grand lodges in Italy, and there's one that the majority of, you know, the the lodges in the United States recognize, and there's one that the majority of the the European lodges recognize, and they're different. So you know, so how do you know when you're traveling? You're not going to carry around a book with you everywhere to know, you know, if you're outside and you see a square and compass, how do you know if you can go there? You know, so that's that's really what you know the Amity app's purpose is is to you know, try to find a way for you to be able to take modern technology and implement it in the world's oldest craft. Right. Very cool. Did you see the comments? Are they? Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm able to see them. I'm going to, something I'm going to better have Lots to Lots of praise for Brother Joe. Yeah. Right? Jim no. Devaney, Bro- Brother Joe G is a salt of the earth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Old soul at a young age. Jim Devaney said something positive? Yes, he did. Wow. Brother Lee wow. says, my new Masonic role model is Brother Joe. These are all your Discord Aww. brethren, by the way. They all love you. You know, so so one of the things that we've done is, you know, in Connecticut, when do you get your dues cards? What, what month? 
Whenever the hell I uh, let him out. <laughs> when I deem it worthy. Well, honestly, when it's, I deem it it's worthy. when you pay your dues. Yeah, December, January yeah. is typical, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for so, the most part. So, so here's the thing is, what if you get kicked out of the fraternity six months later? Exactly. You still no, have you're your absolutely dues card. Right. still have an active Well, we, we talk about that when we talk about, you know, kind of guarding the Westgate or whatever when it comes to Discord and whether we should allow everybody in or certain people in. There's no way for us to know. We haven't vetted each right. other. So Masonic discussion shouldn't necessarily occur on Discord because we don't know. Correct. There's not. For so, those reasons. So you, Exactly. But if I had a magic ring. Yeah, if you had a magic yeah. ring, uh, which is coming. Just so saying. one of the things that... If you need a beta tester, just saying. One of the things that the Grand Lodge of New York just did is uh. they're using our technology to tell in real time if someone is a Mason or not. And we talked about this on the last podcast uh-huh. Uh-huh. at the beginning of February. Right. So now you can actually see it. So there's a QR code on the back of our plastic dues cards. Mm. So if someone scans this with their camera app, you will see something that says that I, Joseph Grabowski, is a member in good standing <coughs> with the Grand Lodge of New York cool. in real time. And, you know, that's something that we're... Is that something we could show to the camera? Yeah. Vanna, do you want to... Uh... Well, I don't know if you want to show the QR code to the no, camera. No, that's fine. Yeah. Why not? Well, I mean, somebody could print that QR you can code. Show the back. And show the back side. Uh, but the neat no, thing is, is the app. Don't itself, worry about it. The, yeah. the the reflection off of Ken's face is blocked. Yeah, it's all white. But the the app itself will use that QR code to call out to their database. Yeah. Which so so if you scan this, you know, it'll tell oh. you anyone can scan this. So yeah, I could. The light, the light was. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can I can go to any lodge anywhere, and as long as someone has a camera app with you know if, if they have an, a newer iphone or an android or has a qr reader installed they can scan the qr code and know that i'm a member in good standing <laughs> so there's no expiration date on that because as soon as they scan it they'll see if there's a green circle it says that you know they just checked my my standing and i'm still in good standing that's really cool i can't that's deal really with cool. him today he's like clearly oh. Danny Collins. He's on his shit today. Well, because, you know, he took a two-day hiatus, so now he's making up for it. Find the clandies and burn them at the stake. <laughs> here we go. Oh, my God. I mean, here we go. Thank God we're almost all set. So. Yeah, but that's what's Are great is, like, you know, you know, before, if, if you know you're <laughs> traveling somewhere, you can contact your secretary who contacts the grand secretary who contacts their grand secretary who contacts their secretary. And that could take, you know, weeks, depending on how often, you know, a lodge meets. Some, some lodges meet, you know, two times a week, two times a month. Some only meet once a month. Right. So depending on the time frame, you could get there and the secretary might not know. So obviously the default is to always go through the proper protocol. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, especially in... Well, even a non-Mason can look up on the Internet and find out what the grips and words are. Yeah. So, you Unfortunately. know, in, you know, at least in 2019, you know, who knows where you would end up any given week. Right. In 2020, I mean, we have, you know, our current health crisis where, you know, you're stuck in the same place all the time. But, you know, when businesses were traveling, if I ended up in a different state because, you know, I was, you know, I'm traveling Whatever. for work. Right. Right. You know, I, I might not necessarily know that I'm going to be in Chicago or in L.A., or something any given week. But if I'm able to easily find where Masonic Lodges are and mm-hmm. easily be able to prove my membership in real time that I'm in good standing, 
then I could go do something instead of going to sit at the hotel bar and just, you know, kind of wasting my per diem on that. I can spend time in Masonic, you know. Absolutely. Keith I, I, Noonan Gordon actually wrote, he just wrote, I can't use that app in England. The UGLE won't allow it. Interesting. Well, soon. 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 Technology Every is coming. Every jurisdiction has their own thing. You, know? you, you can't stop technology. But to that Eventually point. Eventually, England files America you know, anyway. When I talk about, yeah, because we won twice. Um, but when I talk about the beauties of Freemasonry and some of the things we talked about, the, the other piece of it, but the other beauty of it is I can go anywhere in the country or the world and for, and I've, I've said this and I've stood in, in open lodge in other states and I've said this where for about 30 seconds, I'm a stranger, but after that I'm family. Right. Yeah. And you can go anywhere at any time and, you know, I've traveled for been away from home three four weeks at a time sometimes it's it's two three days but i know i could i could skip my per diem from work my boss loves it because i don't expense uh send the expense code to to work but i could go pay pay five bucks ten bucks have a nice dinner with brothers that i've never met before but it's the most rewarding experience that you could ever have mm. and you're you're no longer alone you're not sitting at the hotel bar you're not sitting at some brewery by yourself having dinner. Getting room service and working late into the night. Exactly. No, you you're going to visit family. No matter where you go, you're going to visit family. And anything that could help facilitate that, I'm in. I'd even go with a uh, you know subdural implant underneath the ring, the magic ring, well, and, um, and, you know, and, and do something like that. Because I just want it's. And I just want to add on to something here that actually Danny Collins, who I thought was going to flip out about my England comment, he actually said that the UGLE is actually developing their own. I found that interesting. So He said something about cheap shot. but No, he did after that. He okay. said a cheap shot. I took a cheap shot at him. Um, but, <clears throat> no, apparently they're making, uh, they're making one in the UGLE. They're making their own app, which I hope that if they're going to do that, that it somehow kind of links well, to Well, either that or somehow now it's a race to see who becomes bigger that can buy the other. Uh, and that in lies the no so so our thing is that you know we've we've done a lot of groundwork and by we i mean the founders you know the co-founders have done a lot of groundwork to really make these relationships all over you know here in connecticut if you're only going to connecticut lodges you don't need it because you know everyone knows what your you know what you have you know everyone knows your dues card yeah if i'm only going around to new york lodges Everyone knows it, you know, so it's when you start to travel outside of your jurisdiction, that is something that's important. And, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it. And, you know, we're, we're working on version 3.0, uh, which should be coming out in the next, uh, you know, in the next month or so. Yeah, we're, we're continually trying to refine what we have and being able to, you know, really, you know, give some of the things that people have been asking for you know, our loyal customers. And, you know, we're lucky here in the United States is, you know, we have dues cards, we have, you know, membership management systems. But they're just a piece of paper. They're just a piece of paper or a database that could be outdated if it's not updated regularly. Right, but we at least have that. We have something. There's a lot of jurisdictions that don't right. have any Correct. sort of database. You know, so if, you know... And, you know, we're not a membership management system. We no. want to work with all the membership management systems. You know, we have a very good relationship with, 
you know, the, all the different manage, membership management systems that are out there. And, you know, and some of them we're able to do in real time status lookups and updates. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we, we're not trying to replace them at all because they have, you know, things that, things that we can't do and things that we don't necessarily want to do. Um, but, you know, we're able to, you know, utilize our relationships with them and the Grand Lodges to be able to give the brethren what they want. And, you know, then that's, you know, I really where I think our success has been is from our, you know, our, cra- our grassroots movement is, you know, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is really interesting. You know, I, I want to know if I'm going to end up in anywhere if I can go to a lodge that night. You know, as long as I have a dark business suit, I know I can show up. Mm. And, you know, there's there's definitely some places in the country where, you know, you're going to be incredibly overdressed. And there's some lodges right. that you might be a little bit underdressed. There's no such but. thing as being overdressed. I just want to be clear on that. There's no such thing as being overdressed in my book. Show up in a tuxedo, doesn't matter. I mean, Show up in a suit, doesn't matter. No such thing, at least in my opinion. So That's why I'm wearing a bow tie in my Discord photo. Yeah. No such thing. And that's the worst place to wear a bow tie. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. You're going to join me Discord. Shit. Yeah, nobody's fired at that. But yeah, no, no, don't, don't, don't go over above and beyond because no, Discord I mean, will just pick you apart. However, it's our lodge tie. And, I just, and most of us wear the bow tie because, right. you know, it's, it's just something special and we wear tuxedos. Mm-hmm. We're, a, we're a block tie lodge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to us, if you're wearing the, you know, the, the red and blue bow tie, that's considered a black tie. So we're going to shut this down. We've been going a little bit while. Uh, but I got to point out a couple of things. God damn. I, I can't. I can't I anymore. Can't. These guys are freaking brutal. They're just Not only that, but they're Ken. making me hold my breath. I just breath. stopped looking at it. Uh, they're making me hold my breath, which is making me turn red, <laughs> which makes him look even whiter. <laughs> Keith Noonan, our English brother. I love the English, man. Let me tell you. There are, I know we, we crack on England a lot, but... They are some funny, funny sons of bitches. There we go. Keith Noonan. Oh, imagine swiping right and getting Brother Ken. <laughs> I lost it on that. That's oh, now you're just being hurtful. Come on. Wait, no, wait. It gets better. If you're hurt by that. Danny Collins does have a lot of light to share, and that's just space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elizabeth. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm coming to join you. I'm coming to join you. Oh, God. All right. So uh, <laughs> we're going to shut this down. You guys can read the comments later. Yeah, I'm going to get the hell uh, out of direct sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, there will um, there will be a little uh, Patreon yes. interview with Brother Joe Grabowski. Yes. Five questions. The usual <laughs> five questions. All right. So uh, we're going to shut this down. But before right. we do... Uh, Worship brother Ken, why don't we lead a toast to our to our brother? Yeah, absolutely. Discordian and uh, guest for the evening. We can do brother that. Joe. Damn. It's been a pleasure. Extremely insightful. Thank you for uh, having trip me. Trip up here. It's the first time you've given Am a compliment to, to a brother myself? named Joe. Huh? Am I allowed to toast myself? Oh yeah, you have to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you can abstain and then respond. Yeah, you can do that too. I'll toast with you guys. All right. All right. Beautiful. Because I'll toast to you as you toast to me. All right, perfect. You got something over there, 
Right, where's nope. George? Nope. You no, trust me. You don't want me to read this. Is, no, his, his, oh, yeah, in my canon. Can oh, okay, I thought you'd been everything else to say. I'm like, no, you don't no, want to read no, no. this. All right, we're ready. Brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Oof. Brother Joe, it's been a pleasure. We're gonna. Uh, <sighs> I'm sure we'll continue. We're gonna, we have to continue. I think we have friend. to do an after hours. We haven't done uh, an after hours in a long time. I feel like we need to. It's been like that'll be a Patreon exclusive. Or something. All right. I think we have to. I, I really feel like we need to. Oh, well. All right. We'll discuss it. All okay. right. So for the Freemasons podcast, You're gonna be outvoted. I will. For the Freemasons podcast, I am your. I am one of your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe, signing off. Worshipful Brother Ken, signing off. And Brother Joseph Grabowski, signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.